This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal News Show. Joining you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. You've made it to Friday. Congratulations. It's the end of the week. Good news. The weekend is almost here. Bad news. One Arsenal game left until a very long six-week break of which I am going to be Certainly doing my absolute utmost to try and keep you Arsenal entertained over the next period of time in which we have international football to discuss. Plenty of international news to discuss in today's show, though, still. So uh, you are going to have to deal with that. However, what I can promise you is continuous updates and coverage of Arsenal's build-up to the January transfer window, the return of the Premier League on Boxing Day, of course, and coverage of all the friendly matches that will be taking place during this period as well. Uh, Lots to talk about, lots to discuss. We're going to be doing all of that today with you. So do drop a like on the video. Do subscribe to the channel if you're new. Do leave a kind review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you can. Leave those reviews. It really does mean a lot to us and helps the channel out massively. Uh, I hope you appreciate the work that goes into putting these shows on for you every morning. So just just a little, little, little tiny favour you can do me by leaving a really kind review. That would be a really appreciated. Uh, let's say good morning to people joining us in the chat box. Good morning to Manu, to Paul, to Blackshine and Stephen. Good morning to Anko. Good morning to Damien and Mr. SNLO. Good morning to Kabir. Good morning to Rich and Matt G and Louie. Uh, Amira, Carl, Marcus. Good morning, guys. Hope you're good. Hope you're well, and everybody else, of course, joining us. That I can't, unfortunately, say hello to all of you, um, but we've got some fantastic stuff to talk through. So let's kick it off, as always, by telling you about the latest competition. Flying off the shelves is this price. Despite this competition running out on Wednesday of next week, I can tell you that nearly half of the tickets have been sold for this competition, which is a signed football signed by Bukayo Saka himself. Uh, So there you go. £3.95 a ticket if you want to try and win this signed and custom-framed Arsenal football uh, signed by Bukayo Saka. Link in the description with more information. Uh, Arsenal's game against Wolves this weekend. We will preview tonight. I have left a message in the Discord server for those in our members' crew that would like to come on the preview to help discuss what is an important game to make sure that we win 
to go into Christmas top of the table. So 6 p.m. tonight, UK time, we'll be doing that preview show. Uh, Sambi Lekonga has missed out on his place in the Belgian team. Uh, instead, Roberto Martinez has taken a number of midfielders along with him. You've got the likes of Anana, Dendonka, Kevin De Bruyne, um, Tillemans, Vanaken, Witzel, uh, have all been picked over Sambi Lakonga. Anana, of course, a regular feature in the Everton team. Lakonga not featuring at all, despite the fact uh, that he plays for a side of the size of Arsenal. Uh, Cedric and Fabio Vieira were not picked for the Portuguese national side. Defenders for Portuguese teams include Joao Cancelo, Diogo Dallo, Pepe. Amazing that Pepe is still around. Uh, Ruben Diaz, Danilo Pereira, Antonio Silva, Nuno Mendes and Rafael Guerrero. Uh, no room in the midfield area, Fabio Vieira, uh, William Ruben Neves, Paulinha, Bruno Fernandes, Vitinha, Otavio, Mateus Nunez, Bernardo Silva, and Joao Mario all involved there. Uh, Turner did make it into the US national side, along with Sean Johnson and Ethan Horvath of New York City and Luton Town. However, there was no space for Austin Trusty in the US men's national team. Defenders include uh, Cameron Carter-Vickers of Celtic, uh, Sergino Dest, Aaron Long, Shaq Moore, Tim Ream, Anthony Robinson, Joe Scally, uh, DeAndre Ledrin, uh, <laughs> Yedlin, and uh, Walker Zimmerman. I am a little bit critical of Bearholter's decision not to call up Trusty. I think he's been good. I think he's playing at a level that is of a higher competitive nature than that of the MLS and should certainly be worthy of a spot in the squad. Uh, Lucas Torreira and Facundo Torres, Arsenal transfer target. Facundo Torres were both called up for the Uruguayan national side, as has a couple of Premier League, uh, both past, present and future. The likes of Palestri at Manchester United, Darwin Nunez, of course, at Liverpool, and both Luis Suarez and Cavani will both be going to the tournament, along with Moy Gomez as well. Uh, William Saliba, has said that he wants to follow in the footsteps of uh, Robert Pires, Ro uh, Thierry Henry and Patrick Vieira in his attempts to help w France win uh, the World Cup. He was, of course, selected. And there is an expectation that he could indeed start the tournament in a back three alongside Rafael Leal and Badiashil of Monaco. Uh, he wants to follow in their footsteps and try and lift the gold trophy once again, helping France reclaim their title that they won in Russia in 2018. At Ramsdale, Saka, and despite some reports claiming to the contrary, Ben White have all been included in the England squad. An England squad that includes Jordan Pickford, Nick Pope, Aaron Ramsdale, Trent, Alexander-Arnold, Conor Cody, Eric Dyer, Harry Maguire, Luke Shaw, John Stones, Kieran Trippier, Carl Walker, Ben White, Jude Bellingham, Conor Gallagher, Jordan Henderson, Mason Mount, Calvin Phillips, Declan Rice, Phil Foden, Jack Grealish, Harry Kane, James Madison, who is um, very happy to be selected, uh, Marcus Rashford, Bakaya Saka, Raheem Sterling, and Callum Wilson. A number of notable absentees. Um, did I say Raphael Liao in a back three for the... <laughs> Raphael Varane, sorry. It's a Monday morning, not had my tea yet. Um, Raphael Liao, I've got him on the brain, clearly. Um, but yeah, a frustration, I think, for a number of people that the likes of Harry Maguire was picked over for Kayo Tomori. A little bit surprised that perhaps Ivan Tony didn't get selected. Tammy Abraham as well, another player that did not get selected for this group. Um, who else is one other player? James Ward-Prowse, again, select not selected. Connor Gallagher. Instead, chosen some very, very strange decision-making uh, from the England manager, who I, for some time, have been quite done with. Uh, he would probably have to go and win the World Cup 
for me to want to keep him uh, in charge of the squad. I think England need more. England need better. England need someone who can take this group to a uh, piece of silverware on the international stage for the first time in more than 60 years. Uh, is it 60 years? More than 50 years. Yeah, more than 50 years. Not 60 years yet. Uh, we're very close. <laughs> but more than 50 years, absolutely. Uh, Southgate has, however, provided an update on Emil Smith-Rowe. He said and used Smith-Rowe in his discussion around players that he wanted to call up. He actually said that kind of he was in his ideas was Smith-Rowe because he did so well during the last time he was in with the squad. However, because of injury, he has not unfortunately been able to be selected and he would indeed miss the World Cup. What we do know now is Smith-Rowe is expected to be back in December. Hopefully that means that he can come back into the team as soon as possible, whether or not he'll be away with the team during those warm weather training camps. I would expect he might travel with the team considering the fact that the likes of Fabio Vieira, who was injured during preseason, went out to the US and I imagine that Emil Smith-Rowe will do that as well. So yeah, certainly... Uh, would be looking, hopefully, to see Smith-Rowe return to the Arsenal setup in the next couple of months. And finally, our headline story of the day, Ukrainian international Mikhailo Mudrik uh, reports emanating from Italy yesterday that Arsenal had produced a £52 million, £60 million euro bid for the Shakhtar Donetsk winger. However, those reports have since been rubbished. Uh, both Fabrizio Romano and a number of other outlets have said that no bid has yet been submitted by Arsenal, That though that the club are certainly very, very interested in the player and that there could be an acceleration of those plans considering Arsenal want to strengthen in January. They want to take advantage of this opportunity that they've given themselves by being top of the league and try and do whatever they can to push towards not only a top four finish, but as high up the table as feasibly possible. So I'm sorry, no bid can be confirmed. In fact, it's probably not even happened despite those reports from Italy. Always very tenuous and suspect... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, suspicious of reports coming out from the likes of Calcio Mercato and Tuta Mercato Web. It's always important you take those with a certainly a large grain of salt because as has happened here, even though you can throw so much, you know what a wall eventually some will stick. They still need some to stick because not much is happening um, and it's been rubbished. But Arsenal are certainly interested in Mudrik and I, for one, hope that it's a player that we can bring in in January it would be a significant boost to Arsenal's attacking options for the rest of this season. Uh, Charlie says, what do I make of his teammates' comments? I think they're very much tongue-in-cheek. Uh, obviously, uh, he did the interview Madrid with Ben Jacobs of CBS Sports, in which he said he couldn't say no if Arsenal came along. But it's not up to him, unfortunately. <laughs> you know, it's down to Shakhtar Donetsk, whether or not they accept any bid from a rival team. But clearly, Arsenal are in his mind. Arsenal being top of the table, hopefully going into January. We've got a few games before we play, uh, before we get into January, of course. But if we are top going into January, it would position ourselves very strongly in any kind of negotiation for any players as well. So, yeah, really strong hopes that we can secure ourselves a really important player in January, just like you can secure yourselves your safety when surfing the internet online by going to NordVPN, who are a fantastic online VPN service, one of the best in the world to give you all the safety and security you need whilst going online and doing whatever you need to do. It's also really helpful in regards to going abroad. Perhaps you're going out to the World Cup, maybe. Maybe you're going out somewhere else in the world for a holiday, and you want to go back to the geolocation where your typical broadcasting apps will work, 
And fingers crossed, of course, that means you'll be able to use them in those countries. Please do check the details. It's definitely worth checking the details whether you can use NordVPN in the country you're going to before you use it. But if you can, and you can indeed choose to use it, you can get a massive discount by going to nordvpn.com slash guna to get not only four months free on top of your big big discount but also the fact that if you don't like the service you've got a 30-day money back guarantee as well so that's nordvpn.com slash guna be as secure as arsenal's defense has been all season and get yourselves some safety whilst being online let's go to part two and your questions right after and there it is that's as good as it gets on this stage Nissan Townstar EV strikes again it's an unstoppable van unstoppable Look, just fantastic you can actually see the pro pilot technology in action effortless parallel parking it moves with all the confidence that comes with a five year warranty and with a bench full of all star van experts there's real strength in depth here that's all star quality search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all star van centre to see for yourself Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, let's uh, let's jump into the chat box. Uh, two things. One, thank you for the kind comments. Second thing, um, I have lowered the volume of that video. Uh, so hopefully the video intro noise is now more aligned with me and my volume of talking. Uh, thanks to those that are providing us with the feedback. I always try and take it on board to improve the channel in whichever way I can. We've got Gabrielle Compressor now. We've got a lowered volume intro. So I'm hoping that you appreciate all the hard work that goes into making sure this channel is as kind and safe and what's the word I'm looking for comfy of an experience for you as it can be uh let's go to Moyne who says buying Mudrick is a gamble I was thinking of buying some experienced player for the two to three years service and then replace them again um any signing is a gamble any signing has its associated risks we've talked about this misconception around the word experience as well and you know we've talked about players that are in the 23 to 25 range like Zinchenko and Gabriel Jesus and Odegaard that have brought plenty of experience to this Arsenal team despite not being in their mid to late 20s so I don't necessarily look to those older players being able to give us a more a bigger guarantee. I think Mudrik has shown on the European and international stage with both Shakhtar Donetsk and Mudrik and uh, Ukraine that Mudrik can indeed be a very, very impactful player for us going forwards. Uh, Kieran says, who's your money on to win the World Cup and what would your starting 11 be for England against Iran? Uh, my money is on France to win the World Cup. That might be naive because I know they've not had the best preparation, but Tournament, you know, form can mean some things. And I know it has affected team uh, you know, nations in the past, but I, for me, feel as though France has still got a great chance with the likes of Kylian Mbappe, etc. Um, other than that, Brazil-Argentina are the other two I look to. But in terms of England starting 11, based upon the team that we have now, which is 
in itself a bit restricted, of course. I would start Aaron Ramsdale in goal, even though I think it will be Jordan Pickford. Aaron Ramsdale would start for me. Uh, I would then go for Kieran Trippier, Ben White, uh, John Stones, and Luke Shaw, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> has to kind of play a left back. Is he, only, is he the only left back we've got? I suppose Trippier can also play left back. But yeah, I'd go Ben White. Uh, oh, sorry, I'd go Kieran Trippier, Ben White. Uh, John Stones and Luke Shaw as the back four in midfield. I'd go for Jude Bellingham and Declan Rice with uh, probably probably Mason Mount alongside those three. And then in the front three, I'd reluctantly have to pick Harry Kane up front uh, with Bakayo Saka and Phil Foden to make up my front three. That's what I would go for personally. I like Mount and I like Foden, so I want to get both of them in the team, to be honest. Uh, AJ says, good morning, Tom. Uh, what are your thoughts about the criticism that Mudrick only performs in transition? I'm not buying it personally. He looks very secure technically. Yeah, it's not true. I, I saw a great video. I'm not sure who it was put up on Twitter by, but it was basically a compilation of all the times that Mudrick has either contributed an assist or a goal when he's side of playing in a against a team with a low block. What you have to remember is Shakhtar Donetsk are the biggest team in Ukraine. So yeah, obviously it means that there is an advantage in terms of what they're doing. But you also have to remember that they are going to be going up against teams that are going to be playing that low block. And so therefore, he is going to have to work ways to break those low blocks down. And he's become successful despite having to do that. So uh, the argument that he only works on transition doesn't stack up doesn't stack up at all. Uh, Matt says, how different would things be if Pepe worked out for us? Would we have already made the Champions League? Well, if we had a winger in Pepe that was scoring and assisting at the rate that he was whilst he was in France, I'd think that we would have a much better chance, of course, of being in the Champions League by now. It was a £72 million risk that did not pay off. Um, Marcus says, so are you still happy that we're out of the Cowbell Cup? We could have been seeing uh, Canton versus Canton. Yes, Brighton were drawn against uh, Charlton in the Carabao Cup, of course, the team that my missus supports. Uh, it doesn't work that way in reality. Uh, obviously, if we'd have been in there, we would have been given a different number. However, it wouldn't have not have necessarily been that we wouldn't have then played whoever we would not in Forest. I think it might have been because if you win, it changes the course of history. I'm not going to go into time quantum mechanics, but if you do change, if the result of something changes, the subsequent results after that will then change. So the same numbers would not have been drawn against one another, uh, most likely. It would have been a different future. So things would have changed. I didn't expect to be going into time and mechanics of that this morning, but we have. So you never know what's going to crop up on this show. Uh, Lynn says, uh, Tom, if you were Arteta, would you consider sending Vieira out on loan? No, I'd keep him for next season, keep him in the team, integrate him. He didn't have a preseason. I think that's what's been the most damaging part to his transition to the Arsenal team. Maybe the World Cup break will give him that opportunity to transition even more. Uh, let's go to uh, Vengerboy. says, I've only seen some minutes of Mudrik's compilation videos. But based on that, though, I don't think he's got good enough close control. We shouldn't pay more than 35 million. Wow. We've been watching the wrong clips online. He's got very, very good technical ability. Uh, Martin says, thanks, James. But who? what does that mean? Bear in mind. Oh, Martin's asking what a VPN is. Basically, a VPN, two things it does. One, it blocks all the little nasty trackers and cookies from seeing who you are online. You've been bombarded with junk email. That's because whenever you go onto any websites and you accept cookies, cookies is basically a nice word for tracker. That's why I always reject them if the opportunity comes up 
VPNs stop those pesky little trackers from seeing where you are. So they can't get your details and stuff like that when you go onto websites. And also it lets you change your geolocation. So you could be sitting on holiday like I was in Mauritius where my Sky app wasn't working. However, if I use a VPN, I can change my location back to the UK on my phone. So the apps that you use think that you're back in the UK. So it enables them to work. So that's that's hopefully a quick stop tour of what a VPN is. But if you go to the website, they do have explainers on there as well. NordVPN.com slash Guna. Make sure you get involved. Um, Bulele says, Tom, I genuinely, what do you think is missing from this Arsenal side? What can take us to that next level? The level of cities, Madrid's and Bayern's. Depth is the key word for me. You know, we need that depth. We need competitive options in rotation. The, the, the benefits that Madrid and Bayern have is that they play in leagues, of course, that they're able to dominate a lot more so they can rotate more comfortably. City don't. And City, the reason why they're as successful as they are is because they've invested millions and millions and millions of giving themselves really quality players in a number of positions. However, there is a clip of Jose Mourinho explaining why City have still become so successful. The likes of Ilkay Gundogan, Carl Walker, Kevin De Bruyne, um, have all been at the club for a long, long time. You know, these are investments. These aren't players that have been brought in for 50 odd, 50 plus million quid, played for a season. They've then been replaced. These are players that have been in the team for a long time. That's the same with Arsenal. We're going to have to invest in players, or maybe we already have, that are going to be in the team for a long time and become the ultimate players that they look to be now at Man City. I believe that we can do that with some of the players that we've brought in. Martinelli is certainly a massive example of that. I think that we are gradually starting to see Martin Odegaard become one of those players, Ben White, William Saliba, etc. You know, that is all part and parcel of it as well. Uh, let's go to Giovanni. He says, people need to stop getting on to Fabio Vieira. As soon as he started in the Premier League with the first team, he scored a screamer. He's been playing in the Europa League with, uh, with our B team which isn't the best. Absolutely. I could not agree with you more, mate. Uh, Fabio Vieira is being ridiculously criticised, despite the fact that no one is giving him the benefit of the doubt of playing in a B team consistently. And whenever he's actually played with the Arsenal first team, which was against Brentford, and also which we saw in the home game against Berda Glimt, he was great in both of those games, and yet so quickly forgotten how naive we can be, how fickle. Uh, Dan says, hi, Tom. Please can you explain why a country like France chooses 25 players and refuses to give an opportunity to one more player? I can't explain it to you because it makes no sense to me. Uh, you can also still change your squad up to 24 hours before your first game at the tournament. You can swap out players because of injury, etc. So who knows? Maybe they'll bring someone up from that team. Um, can Saliba do Partey's job, says Temi. In short, no. <laughs> James says, uh, but Deschamps just named 25 players in his squad. He later said at a press conference, there is enough security with 25 players. If he believes that there's enough security in 25 players, mm, no chance. Danilo, though, could certainly do Partey's job, says James. Absolutely. Maybe that's who you meant. Maybe I was... <laughs> How funny can I, I mess up Sanilo with Saliba? But it's definitely Danilo that you meant. Can Danilo do Partey's job? Can't do it to the same level, but there aren't anyone that we can bring in that certainly can do Partey's job to the same level. But he certainly could do the same role as Partey and develop into a player that can do it to that level in the future. Ultimately, you are not going to be able to buy a player that gives you what Partey can give. What you can, though, is buy a player that can give you a percentage of what Partey can give with the potential to give you overall what Partey can give to the team. 
Um, Masabulele says Saliba, White, Ramsdale, Zinchenko, Odegaard, Martinelli, Saka, Smith, Vieira. We can build on these players for the future. Absolutely. That's why we've bought them. Uh, let's go to... Uh, I feel like I've missed some questions, so I'm going to scroll back up in the chat box. Um, let's go to... I feel like I may have even asked them all now. I'm looking through the questions. Uh, let's go to uh, Charlie. Says, oh, we've already done that. What do we think of his teammates? Uh, NA says, Wilson over Ivan Tony. Perfect. Okay, then. Yeah, I don't necessarily agree with Tony not being selected. I don't particularly like Tony on a personal level, but I do think that on a footballing level, he absolutely deserved to be called up to the national team. I do believe Wilson did as well. I think Wilson deserves to be there. But I think you could have taken out potentially a midfielder for another forward. Uh, I think that's certainly something that we could have done instead. So, yeah, we'll have to wait and see what changes. Uh, let's go to Nav, who says, who are you thinking is going to win the World Cup, Tom, or at least get to the finals? I think England will probably get to the last 16. As I say, I think France will win it, but uh, I think England can get to the quarters. I don't really think they can go much further than that, unfortunately. They should be better, but they don't have a coach. Their coach limits them, in my opinion. Uh, Fuad says, will you be doing any World Cup content during the six-week break, Tom? Yeah, I've got lots of plans for the six-week break. Of course, the 8 a.m. shows will carry on. When we hit December, this show becomes the Arsenal transfer show. We always start the Arsenal transfer show a month before the window opens and it finishes on the day the window or the day after the window closes. So uh, make sure you tune in every morning at 8 a.m. for that. We'll continue to do these 8 a.m. shows. We'll be bringing you updates, of course, on how Arsenal's players are going. We're bringing you plenty of transfer updates. I'm going to do the, the loan roundup, of course, for the month leading up to the World Cup. We'll also be doing a, a tier list video summarising all the players. And we're bringing you podcasts out. I'm going to be bringing you guests across this period as well. So make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you turn those notifications on because the content is not stopping you'll be getting plenty of your Arsenal fix whilst the World Cup is going on. Uh, Mohamed says, do not think Arsenal will get Mudrik because the club wants 70 million euros, according to Romano. I think he will go for the cheaper option, but we must spend in January or we are jeopardising our season. I think the Mudrik still has a good chance of happening because you have to remember that that 70 million euros can be made up in terms of instalments and bonuses. Arsenal will be looking to try and limit that cost as much as they can. Uh, but at the end of the day, a player is worth as much as what a club are willing to pay for them. That is the market price. If a club wants to keep hold of a player, it's because they value them more than the market price. That's how they end up staying. Oli says, hey, Tom, I see a lot of Hleb, maybe Pires in Mudrik. Who does he remind you of? I, I'm not the biggest fan of going back and saying X player reminds me of Y, just mainly because I just think that players are worthy of their own journey. There are similarities and traits that certainly can be compared, but I think Mudrik is going to be his own man ultimately in the future. Uh, Giovanni says, I think getting Danilo and having Partey and El Nenny there would give Danilo time to learn from Partey without the pressure of having to play straight away. I think it would be a smart signing. Uh, Billy says, Mudrik signing makes more obvious that Arteta sees Smithrow as an eight or a 10. I think with our system and time, Smithrow can be the left eight. Arteta has tried it once at the UEFA Europa League semi-final. He actually played him in a false nine in that UEFA Europa League semi-final. He has played him in the left eight role. We played it against Burnley last season. We've played it in a number of other games. It hasn't worked. I couldn't give you a single example of a game where Smithrow played left eight and it was successful because it hasn't been. We need him to develop more. We need him to transition differently if he's going to play there. 
it's going to take him a long time to do that, to do what Xhaka is currently doing. But I would not be trading Xhaka out for Smith Rowe in that role anytime soon at all. Who are the dark horses for the World Cup? Avishem says, great question. Who are the dark horses? Ooh. Difficult question. Uruguay have got a better team than I give them credit for. Ghana, you never know. It'd be nice to see an African team go all the way. Um, who else is there in the tournament? I feel like I'm forgetting. Denmark are never ones that you should write off too quickly either. Got some interesting players. Um, so there, there's a, a few for you uh, that who knows might end up going further than, than people might think they will do. Um uh, no problem, Tony. Very kind indeed, and you're very welcome. Uh, favorite kits? Uh, probably England's away kit, the red one. Um, other than that, Belgium and Spain uh, produce some very nice kits always. Uh, Serbia says Olu could be a dark horse. Switzerland says Jonathan. Portugal, uh, I wouldn't say that's a dark horse. I always think Portugal are rated as one of the highest teams in the world still. They won the Euros, of course. So uh, I still think they're not necessarily described as being a dark horse, but uh, I think there are certainly nations that might surprise a few people. Remember that Denmark got to the semi-finals of the Euros when England beat them. They can go far in tournaments. So let's wait and see. Anyway, we're going to wrap things up there. As I say, I'll be back this afternoon slash evening at 6 p.m. UK time to bring you a preview show of the Arsenal game against Wolves. So make sure you turn on those notifications and set your alarms for then. Members, there's a uh, little message in the uh, Discord server if you would like to join me for that preview show. But other than that, it's been a real pleasure, as it always is. Drop a like, subscribe if you're new, get involved with our sponsors. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90-plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18-plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.